Um, all right, buddy, you want to pop it off? You want to get yeah. into this? Let's get into right, this. Let's do all the right, let's damn go, thing. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> One, two, yep. three. most awesome and brand and a sports podcast coming at you as we always do and we have a dynamite episode 176 for your eardrums guys do us a favor please subscribe tell a friend leave five stars shoot us an email at mab sports podcast at gmail.com i am brandon and with me as always the relief you feel when you rinse the sand off most awesome well, that's right i'm a poolside or a beachside shower that's right it's yeah, yeah yeah poolside's fine like chlorine fine but chlorine smells nice but you're beachside like beachside. Let's get this I, I don't know if you saw bro like i'll, I'll stand up you, you see a little red there yeah so, oh man red. you got a little a little beach oh, weather right yeah. there what, what's your what's your trunk styles were you like board shorts like in college were you always like above the knee like man shorts like what's the thigh situation too yes yeah well swim trunks are always tough board yeah. shorts um i rocked not now now i just go with like the traditional like i like a pocket too give me a pocket in these fucking you know swim trunks right what's up with the pocket i need a pocket because because otherwise i you know i'm not in the pool all the time we're in the ocean all the time i need to have a little like keep my stuff on me while i'm going out there and drinking it's uh you know it's what i do is is celebrating you know (laughs) so there you go perfect yeah, uh, it's yeah it's a, you don't need to know what's going on audience <laughs> no, i'm back i'm back i'm back yeah. well what's the um so here's the thing with the pocket though like when you jump in here's here's my fear of pocket like putting something in there and not differentiating when i'm about to jump in and not jump in yeah. so are there some pool parties you go to you're like i'm not in at all like this is not going to happen so i can like rock this pocket yeah yeah exactly i'm also thinking like keys to keep the keys on me so you know. I, but I, yeah I, I feel like the classic story is like when you go swimming in like the ocean or something it's like the guy always just like oh yeah like i had my keys like in my trunk pockets and like if someone helped true. me find them in the bottom of the ocean <laughs> like, I'm right. like no we cannot <laughs> no i've got i've got one of those tile squares on it and now i can find my <laughs> keys i know it's right next to neptune's you know palace or whatever what's your, what's your take on that when the guy loses like the like uh the what like the wedding ring or whatever in the ocean or like somewhere or in the woods oh yes it, i do remember it, this like do, do you go straight compassion or do you go like oh my god get your shit together bros on bros or on on the ladies oh yeah yeah oh go back and forth this is good yeah each one each category bros it's definitely like all right man this is a tough (laughs) putt dude you know what i mean like this is gonna be a tough one (laughs) yeah yeah and then with the ladies it's like all right calm down Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah you gotta be a little like uh, (laughs) to wrap these emotions up let's go Come on, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's where we're a little hostage negotiator. You're just oh my god, so much so. It's not over. It's fine. They make other copies of keys. They sell other other cell phones. Like this will be good. That's a, but like the bro, like I'm totally just like. I also like I found myself now just in because I think you have like a tighter circle, but I work with a lot more strangers. And, you know, like a lot more strangers. They're just kind of like one and done for me. So like if if someone has like a, I lost myself a thing, like zero compassion. I'm just like, to me, it's almost like it's borderline unprofessional. It's just like not my problem. And it's kind of insane that you're talking to me about this. Cause it's like, if I lost my cell phone, like I'm not updating people unless it's like, like my house, I'm like, have you seen this? But it's just like, no, this is a me problem. I got to figure this out before anybody else realizes. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, here's the move is you come in there and it's, 
hey, uh, have you seen, you know, uh, a black iPhone just sitting on this table? Nope. Okay. Keep yep. it pushing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the, the, the Brandana didn't steal your phone and no one else in that room did. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, yeah, that's the worst that people are just like, are you sure? Like, did someone take it when people immediately go to like, because I think I've seen zero cell phones stolen from set i've seen people right. lose cell phones and find them places i've seen this so it's just like when they immediately go just like i think there's a theft afoot it's just like right. no I, <laughs> I think you're irresponsible and you should tether that cell phone to your fucking hand guys you're gonna want to tether this podcast to your eardrums that's right it's called a crossover what's up um so jam-packed episode we're doing a rip from the headlines we're doing nba finals that's right game three happening right now we're gonna do a little does in a habit that's right i thought about this i hit him up it's been a while since we let our talent got to show off a little bit so we'll do that chance for doing nba finals yes or no i'm gonna hit that uh neapolitan showdown top three things preventing us from that beach bod we want then we're gonna do brandana gambling corner we're gonna talk nba hedges we're gonna finish as we always do with the mvp of the week ladies and gentlemen you are our power it starts now from the headlines nba finals what are we talking about this week brother oh we're talking about it because as we're recording game three in play right now it's i think it's right now it's still neck and neck right oh no the bucks just went on a run oh did they go to another run yeah 60 to 45 here it was like 44 42 when i 15 insane like let's what happens when we start riffing and talking about phones and shit talking a lot of shit yeah but yeah up by 15 at the half uh, I do believe in the old mantra, like a series doesn't start to the home team loses. Yeah, no, I definitely think so. Yeah, especially like in in these best of game series, like if you steal one on the road, it's a fucking you. You have now taking a have taken a huge advantage in the in the uh, in the playoff scenario. Like it's a big it's a big deal, especially in the finals. So give me this right now, like on a neutral court. So give me neutral court right now. How does this series finish in your eyes? And they just like played a neutral court the entire series. Oh, a neutral court the whole time. I, I mean, just the way that we've seen in game two, I don't know if it was, I don't know how much like home court advantage really played a factor in, in the Suns two wins. Um, but I think it's, I think it's like a, a, a Suns in five Suns in six still. You know, I think I think maybe the momentum for Milwaukee at home might be a little bit more is what we're seeing in game three. But the Suns carved him up in the first two games. I don't know if that had anything to do with like a rocking, you know, Suns crowd. Yeah. Did we rush Giannis back too quick? Or is he pretty good? I mean, he had, he had like a dynamite game too. So it's just, yeah. I think the big question, and you talked about this too in like previous spot, like no way did we see him there. And I think everyone was thinking the same thing. And I did bring him back. Were you worried about like kind of what we talked about, like overcompensating for like that injury so another injury might happen? Or that, and I don't want to say like, does this deal dude heal quickly? Is it just kind of like not a factor? And he's, is he right back in like 100% game shape? Yeah, I mean, he's, he sure as hell seems like it. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Uh, just what we saw, the way he went down. We've seen this injury dozens of times, unfortunately, probably more than that. 
and guys are not coming back nine days later and putting up a double double like a 20 and 17 and then coming back the next night or you know two nights later and putting up 42 and like 12 boards you know and and, and he also had a very uh lebron-esque chase down block i think it was in game one if i remember coming all the way across from one side of the court blocking it against the rim it was incredibly reminiscent of that uh lebron james block on the Iguodala in the finals but he was doing this on a on a bum wheel or a bum knee you know what i mean it's just it's amazing to uh to watch that and and he seems to be getting stronger you know game one i i would say is, is he seemed as like the shakiest um he seemed a little kind of like you know gimpy a little bit i don't know i can't remember when game two if i saw too much of him like coming up hobbled he took a couple like he, he he's thrown himself on the floor a couple times and you know taking charges or picked up charges and uh you know he's kind of popped up every every time so yeah were we fearful of that absolutely but he seems to have recovered you know pretty well is this bucks team like the is it the worst finals team we've had in our lifetime or is that like a was that like is, I, yeah I know, like, and I, I don't want to say I, I want to say with Giannis too. So it's mm-hmm. you know like it is maybe like closer to that like Mavs team or whatever. Like we still have like an MVP MVP player like two or three years out like still mm-hmm. on the team. But it's just like I've never seen a team get more lost and not and not show up for games. I see the Clippers. The Clippers didn't show up for games. Like right. I'll say that. Like I don't feel like the Bucks didn't show up for games. I just feel like they weren't good on some nights. Like yes. that, like that, that Hawks night where they got beat by like a 22 or whatever. And I know that was like when Giannis went out, but like Giannis was there the first half and they were still down by like 13. At half. Oh yeah. And then like, they got stomped. This must, this might be the most inconsistent. I've never seen so many up and downs of like a championship caliber team, you know, cause sometimes they look unbeatable and they, you know, Chris Middleton is taking over and yeah. Drew Holiday is locking up point guards. And obviously Giannis is just doing Giannis stuff. Uh, and and we saw it in the net series where it's like, all right, they're, the Nets are just going to roll through them. It's like, oh, wait a second. They're dominating the, the Nets right here. And yeah, they got a little injury luck, but, you know, let's not take it away totally from them. I just sure. think they're the most up and down team, you know, Chris Middleton. I mean, Chris Middleton had a great game one, terrible game two. You know what I mean? Drew Holiday has been terrible this entire season or this entire like stretch here in the last, I don't know, two weeks or so. I mean, he wasn't great you know, against Atlanta certainly hasn't been great in the, in the, in the playoffs here or the, the finals rather, this is just a wildly inconsistent bucks team. I I'm not, I'm just, I don't know how else to put it. I know Kendra Perkins is like, this is the dumbest team in the NBA finals history. I think that's a bit hyperbolic. I just think they're just wildly inconsistent. And some nights you're going to see him go on a run and, you know, be up 15 at halftime. And other times it's like, they don't know how to play offense together. Yeah, so I, I think it'd be too much to wrap your mind around like weakest one, two, three. But would you say like the weakest one, two in the last decade? I mean, because obviously, like we've we've probably even like more often than not, we've seen LeBron, Steph Curry there. Like uh, we say, like Kevin Durant there, like a Steph Curry, Kevin Durant's like a combo we've seen. Like uh, I know we see like LeBron, like Kyrie Irving. Like is this like the weakest one, two we've seen it be? Yeah, I definitely think so. I mean, it's definitely like of the, you know, the top 10 I guess players. Both, yeah, top and I guess both teams also, right? I mean, because right. even like 
like Chris Paul, like establishes thing, like he's probably, I, I know we debated it a couple pods ago, but he's probably sneaking in like top 10, if not a cliffhanger, depending on how you want to do it, like all time or like building a franchise tomorrow. But it's like, and Booker is on the rise, but like still like these two guys combined, it's, it's still not close to a lot of the other teams we've seen in this playoffs. Yeah, exactly. And the, you know, the, you know, the, com- the composition of NBA finals teams that we've seen have traditionally had like a couple or, you know, at least two all NBA players on one team and maybe another on the, the team that they were facing and warriors and, you know, warriors and LeBron had, you know, the Cavs and, 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 uh, and Lakers had like, you know, five all NBA players on that roster. So we don't have that, you know, we've got Chris Paul, we've got, uh, Giannis and, and that's it, you know, and then the other things are like fringy all-stars. I shouldn't say Chris Middleton is a fringy all-star Devin Booker, again, a star on the rise, you know, and, but he's still not kind of cemented himself as like, uh, this is a top 10 guy in the league. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but I think like Devin Booker, we wouldn't be surprised. Almost we'd put our money on it. Like if we had a set odds that Devin Booker will be a top 10 guy in the league, like two or three years. Yeah, absolutely. He's still young. But Chris Middleton a, won't. Like, I, I like the no. Chris Middleton, like, fringy all-star. Like, that's a perfect description. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's definitely, like, the weakest collection that we've seen in a, in a good long while. Um, yeah, because even if you go back, like, I'm just kind of running back. I mean, even when the Rockets and the 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 Jordan hiatus, you know, they had um, Akeem versus uh, – Patrick Ewing you know that was like a a matchup to you know pay attention to top 50 centers going at it in the heyday of the 90s um so so yeah I mean this is probably about as as low talent level as we've seen in a while but it's an exciting finalist because I'm I'm interested to see like a little bit of the changing of the guard if you will with some of these younger teams, right. And these, some of these younger players and Giannis and Devin Booker and, you know, the collection of, of, of talent that's on, on Phoenix. Yeah. Do you, spill, do you spill your, <laughs> spill your drink? No, no, no. Refilling the drink. bro. Refill. Oh, there you go. There you go. Perfect. And me so wild. Uh, so do you think this is the end of the road from Milwaukee? Like what changes if they win the chip? If they don't win the chip. Like, is it, I know we kind of hit on it, but now that the finals, like let's revisit it. Like where, where did they go? Yeah. I, I, I'm not really sure. I mean, I, they have to figure out something. Obviously, Giannis, you're you're trying to build around Giannis. You know, it, Drew Holiday is kind of on the tail end of his career. Chris Middleton makes $33 million this year. I don't even know what that number looks like next year. You know, you're going to have to figure out a way. You're kind of you're kind of all in on Chris Middleton. I don't think there's a, a way possible to move him with that, you know, that price tag and who you're going to get. And I know Giannis, I think really enjoys playing with him. So yeah, I does, think to- does Milwaukee have a chance of keeping Giannis? But let's be honest. Like, I love this point, like for these smaller market teams, and this really seems, especially in the, in the player empowerment era, which we always talk about, like it's, it's going to be really, there's some squads that can pull people like Miami will be able to pull a team. Like Kevin Durant can talk to Kyrie Irving and like James Harden's just like, let's go play in New York. Like that all makes sense. Like Milwaukee, it really seems like a, like a franchise like Milwaukee, it's just like, all right, we got to get the guy. We want to draft right, keep him part of the franchise, and then make him happy. Yes. Can Milwaukee, because I mean, Milwaukee, it does them no good to trade Giannis for draft picks because then they're going right back to just like tossing the dice. When they did toss the dice and they they won and they hit 
they hit the jackpot. Yeah. So you gotta like pull somebody else in here. Yeah, and they Giannis did sign the supermax. So I think he's all in with that. I mean, obviously anything can can happen. Wait, did he sign the supermax? Yes, no, I, I think I think there was something I, I thought it was next year where he could get out of it and it could be moved if people made space. But drink everybody. Drink everybody. I know you love listening to that. Yeah, no, he hasn't signed. Oh, wait, no, he does. Yeah, he has this oh upcoming contract extension. Yeah, he's eligible for the supermax. Un, but unsigned. Wait. And next next year. Wait, am I reading this right? Sorry, everyone. Oh, he's right, yeah. Uh, this is we can edit this out. Okay. No, I think I think he has signed it. Okay, great pod. Any whoosies? Any whoosies? Any whatsy? Any whoosies? Whatsies? <laughs> yeah, I'll dive into that. Um, okay, so I, I did ask you on a neutral site, and you said Suns and five or six. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not a neutral site. Like, what do you think now? Anything changing after those first two games? I mean, like, you think Sun sweeps? You think it's? I know they're trailing fifteen at half. So <laughs> right. I mean, it's still like kind of that five six realm is a neutral site kind of the like equal to like you know like three there four away um yeah i mean i think sons and six i think i felt good about that coming into this especially at the first two games um you know they're gonna you know if they can steal one on the game three is all about emotion here for the the, the bucks this is their you know their this is their one shot to kind of right the ship of this of this series otherwise they're going to get swept so i'm not surprised to see them kind of come out and throw haymakers here to close out the half um game four will be very interesting as well too assuming that it all goes according to plan for the bucks and they they close out here in, in game three game four will be the one that the the suns will have a good shot to to steal they've just been better at making adjustments not only in game but from game to game right seeing what the bucks are going to throw at them um so I, I think Bucks in six is the most realistic. I think everyone has has uh, you know kind of assumptively assumed that this is what the series is going to go to, especially after game one and then game two when the Bucks came out and they came uh, came out early swinging and the the Suns chipped away at it and and just broke them down every which way. Uh, I think Suns in six is a, is a real possibility. And Giannis did sign. The Supermax. So he's, oh, yeah. he's, he's all knew. hitched. I knew it was not going to go unanswered. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, let's dive into the inbox. Let's do it real fast. Yeah. Right, um, West Side Gory, um, email of the year. Bang, shot this in. Uh, if you were about to get serious in a street gang war, which weapon would you choose? Here's your choice, brother. A chain, okay. brass knuckles, baseball bat, billy club, switchblade, a two by four with nails in it, Whoa. a baton, a lead pipe, or the act of kindness and forgiveness. Okay, so I'm. We can start condensing right now. Like, um, like a baseball cap, a uh, baseball bat is an extended billy club. Yeah. So I'll get I'll get rid of billy club right now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and also like two by four is kind of hard to hold and swing. I know it's that was I was nail. thinking. That's the yeah. grip part of that. Yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, it's a little bit of bonus because it's got the nails, but give me the back because I can super move that around. Yep, exactly. Um, the switchblade, I'm gonna pass on because that means I got to get in tight, really close, really close. Yep, really close to him. And, and this is we're talking a street gang war, so there's there's street bodies, of, there's bodies akimbo, right? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's coming at you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, 
Brass knuckles. So if you're eliminating Switchblade, you're definitely eliminating Brass knuckles. Yeah, that's true. Because the stabby portion of Switchblade well, yeah, is you, nice. I mean, yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta get in. Like Brass knuckles is like super in. Like Brass knuckles is just like you're gonna blindside somebody. Like Brass knuckles is not like we know we're gonna duke it out. He's my Brass knuckles. Yeah, it's really the top three are chain, lead pipe. Because I like I like the the lead pipe aspect. Yeah, of you it. like clue. And, yeah, yeah, right, exactly. And, and Colonel yeah. Mustard. Yeah, most awesome um, lead pipe. And uh, baseball bat. So, and and then you're saying basically, and I agree with you. Baseball bat is an extension of the lead pipe. Um, I just yeah, I, like well, and also lead pipe's a little heavier. So I I mean, you can really whip around a baseball bat. I mean, true. Like, and miss so, and get it back. like lead pipe, like I don't. You're worried about your street fight conditioning, right? With the lead pipe being heavy. I am. Yeah, I don't want to get gas. I don't want to get gas so we get a lead pipe around me. Time out, everybody. I feel like chains a thing like uh, juggling or like uh, I'm great at guessing like odd or even numbers. Like it's just kind of like one of those things where it's just like you say you could do it, but I don't think the friendly fire on like a chain whipping that around is that's that's way too strong for it. Like there's too much commitment to a play. So I think baseball bat. Yeah, it, it, I think baseball bat is is right too because the chain. If you get a a chink in that chain, if you will, and it doesn't whip like it comes down, now yeah. you've just now you've just you've just given up your weapon because then they're well, yeah exactly it. yeah. If if there's a swing and a miss, like you're totally exposed because the momentum of that weight of that chain is going to swing around a little bit. Yeah, and if you try to like just stand your ground, like that chain might kind of come back and like swat you. Like I said, it's like friendly. Like, yeah, or it just wraps around their arm if it's a soft chain. Now. Now they're grabbing you in, they're pulling you in. Then they're st- they're sticking you with their switchblade. Okay, giving them free leverage. That's the no, same. Okay. Fuck this. Baseball uh, Oklahoma, where the it's the email. Um, who wins the Oklahoma drill? All right, remind us, brother. What is the Oklahoma drill? Is that like two people just kind of lined up and one person's got to get past the other? Is that it? Oh yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. That or is it the one where they lay on their backs and then blows the whistle and pops up and they smash into each other? Oh, I don't. I thought you knew this. Google uh, everyone. I, everyone will wait while oh, we figure man. out. You know, I'll go to. I'll go oh, to another email. I was the Oklahoma drill. I didn't think you were going to ask me on on what it was. I didn't. Oh, I didn't. I just. Were, I just know there's full con. Well, there's the Oklahoma. <laughs> I was going to fake it. <laughs> I might have. I, well, that's the point of the the point of the question was not to find out what the Oklahoma drill was. The point of the question I know, but was, we need we need to know because I want people to make their calls. All right, we'll go over to okay. another email. I know you'll look this. Oh, we'll have our people, our interns, listening <laughs> oh, in. <laughs> Everyone's like, drink everyone. Uh, all right, sleepover. When you were a kid, what was the best and worst part of a sleepover? I'll go first. Um, best part of a sleepover is this is a true story. Uh, grew up a poor kid. Oh, I feel seven brandana. So I'm talking about, but there were usually better snacks at the sleepover spot like it would i remember it blow my mind like my favorite uh like my best friend in middle school like i remember his mom would always be game for just ordering in food from wherever we wanted all the cheeses we could handle yeah. get your oreos on and i ain't talking rocky top either like real life dr peppers what's dr pepper like not doing any of that business uh the worst part of a sleepover is if you went there and it was home cooked food and you weren't kind of into whatever was on there. Like it was really awkward to be like, I don't need any more of the beef stroganoff. Or like, yeah. no, thank you. like I, that's a pass. And then also like, I don't know, it's just kind of, it's always kind of weird. Like still like I'm a grown adult, like sleeping in a hotel room is kind of weird. Like sleeping in someone else's space is weird. 
it's, yeah, it's, it's weird. weird. You get all prepped for bed, and it's just like, all right, good night, bro. Like, what yeah. Do you like, you remember that? You remember the rite of passage being like, all right, like first sleepover. I kind of remember like the first sleepover, just like, oh, this is right. Like, it was kind of like an insane step, but it was still. I was just like, I remember getting the vibe was just like, I think I'd rather just do my routine thing and see you guys tomorrow like i'm kind of not seeing the value of me just sleeping outside my space when i have space right right yeah the so the other thing is too is like the the best part of it is is if you get like a big group of boys like all your boys like hanging out like that's then that's just endless fun everyone's yeah. just giggling well yeah that's that's so i went sleep over super early but yeah when you start to upgrade it like back yeah. when you know everyone was splitting like one like bush that you stole from like your grandpa's fridge and then like the first guy to pass oh, yeah. out like you draw on his face and stuff with a sharpie like that's that's good time. yeah like, like yeah that's good time. time yeah i'm even like i'm even earlier than that like oh nice pizza party right like oh, yeah, four or five yeah. of your boys two larges it's, from domino's well, it sounds, with yeah, a two you're right, liter of soda like that's yeah you're right because right it, it breaks up the routine also because yeah. your routine is just like this is what happens on friday nights this is what happens on saturdays and it's just like anything can happen yeah. what there's a two liter of mountain dew yes let's go like yeah, yeah I have, exactly i have a crazy story uh okay so real fast and we'll get to yours um we have time though because no sports are really fucking going on so i <laughs> did a sleepover at my friend's house and it was the it, the best friend in middle school i was talking about and his mom ordered food and uh i remember we made fun of one kid because he took home all the leftovers and even like even then i knew i was just like trash move and I, I was like 11 i was just like what kid like takes the leftovers that's super weird we took that but we walked down to uh i remember we did the watching showtime with the like all yes. the kind of waves in there and trying to like yes discern a boob yes. yes see what you can see see what you can see and then we all this topeka kansas walked down i think it was like half a mile away to the government's pond uh the governor's pond because it oh, was the like the pond, governor yeah. lived like up here and there was a pond in front and there's a little island and like we're gonna swim to the island and we dove in was this is the wildest thing i've ever done we dove in and we swam and i remember the water being so heavy because it was like so cold and we swam to that middle island and then like boop, boop, like the cops found us and brought us back and i got trouble actually in hindsight i think my parents were kind of excited because they thought i was a square and i was like what's up i like to rock and roll yeah i like <laughs> to party this is what i do this is what boys yeah. do we get we do wild boy shit yeah yeah, the the best and worst, buddy. Best and worst. Best and worst. Best is always just like the best is that like twilight moment when everyone's starting to fall asleep and you're all just bullshitting and giggling and it's intensified because you know someone else's dad is gonna come with a fucking hammer down on you yeah. or their mom, like, but it's not gonna be me. I'm not gonna be the guy that's gonna get caught. Like what's, very, what's that? This is a weird question. What's the least amount of clothes like a dad has like stormed in the room? Because you know you have like robe dad, yes. you have like t-shirt and jeans dad, you have uh jeans dad with no shirt, and you have oh. straight like boxer dad that just yeah, or like, or Mr. Four Stars is tidy whitey dad coming <laughs> tearing through there in tidy whiteys, fucking cleaning awesome. house. That's great. Uh but yeah, no, that's the thing is, is yeah, seeing uh I'll never forget um my buddy Scotty his dad his dad also worked third shift and his mom worked second shift and she or yeah second sh second shift so we'd be fucking making it was either a bunch of noise like late at night when they were trying to go to bed or like early in the morning and they're still sleeping 
and like they would always like mom like full-on mumu which is weird to see like a mom and just like a, a well, night shirt and you're yeah. like i know that's not a skirt and i know like yeah there's just there's nothing but like 50 50 cotton blend between oh, yeah it's like face. it's like seeing a teacher in street clothes like that yes. first time it's just like it blows your mind blows your fucking mind and then him was like you know undershirt and like fucking boxers and underwear just like strolling around like this is wild this is a wild scene <laughs> um so that was the best the worst um i i never had it happen to me but like i i know the fear and i know like peeing the bed or just having like an accident mm, like an embarrassing accident yeah. happening or but I think I'm pretty sure we've all had this, but like spontaneous boners, like random boners, like, oh man, I've got like, I, I got a raging boner and there's like yeah, I don't remember the shitty seven boner dudes here. Yeah. Do you remember that? Like in class, I guess it was always thing. It's just like, uh, you know, I, I feel like it was a thing in sitcoms in like the early nineties, just like, oh, like, oh, little, his first boner is like, like have to cover up with a book or something. Like, I don't like, I never sweat it. Yeah. I sweat I sweat it. I sweated it all sweat the time. It, it, I just talked, it. I just tucked it up. I just high nooned it up on my under the uh you know the band and that was it nice. that was the worst part man nice that's good you yeah because you had to go back yeah i like the uh <laughs> I, I like i like the wet bed did you have a wet the bed thing no i no, mean we never had the wet. i was never never that kid but i'm pretty sure there i mean i did my i did my reps like i had like the four or five that like happens and then you get like to be i don't know like seven or whatever like i i mean i can't tell your father now i can't tell the difference between like a four-year-old and a 13 year old yeah right exactly i did have a buddy when we were in like high school that would like drink so much and then just routinely piss his bed like a like like a, and it was so, he was chatting about it oh yeah oh yeah we couldn't it could not <laughs> i mean i kind of respect that i kind of yeah. respect you just like guys what do we do with us it's like i don't quit slamming a fucking right. like two liter of like surge like right before you go to bed like that's that's the salt yeah uh, all right. Do you figure out what the Oklahoma drill is? Yes. There's this? several iterations of all it. Right, okay. One is the one where they lay on their backs and pop up. The other one is, is like, well, what's know, the pop? So what's the goal? Like one tackles the other one. tackle. They're, yeah. They're, one they're man. Offense yeah. Or deep? yeah I, sometimes one will have the ball and the other one will not have the ball. And your job okay. is to pop up and get past them. The other, the other guys to okay. pop up and tackle. Yeah. Then there's another one. That's a more traditional one, which is like, you'll have like an offensive and defensive lineman and a linebacker and a running back. And the, they're supposed to block, uh, and block you're supposed ball, to cut, yeah. and they're supposed to yeah. hit. But basically, the the whole gist of it is, and this is why they don't do a lot of it anymore, is just close quarter, straight on, just fucking banging into each other. That's all it is. Just knocking yeah, heads. I guess, yes, it's lightened up, but isn't because I would think like what the education would be now, even if they were using it, it, it would be like angles, right? It's just like how to rush, like the one on one ball carry in the field, like what's the best angle to go, and like respect speed. Like don't close it because we've seen that before. It's just like, oh, you close in too early and you get blown by. So you still have to like respect a little bit and maybe get up that extra four yards just to make sure you have the angle right to take them down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's something I'm sure there's other better drills, but this this is just a pure all out fucking head knocker. And, and the way, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to protect the head. Yeah. Oklahoma is this still drills. going on? Did they ban this or something? Uh, they, they, I don't know if it still goes on. I think it probably does in high school, but like the, the problem we see it is, is when like peewees wow. are doing it and they're like five and six years old and it's, it's bad news. Cause they're not trained on how to tackle or, and it's, you know, invariably some kids get walloped and it's a bad deal, but anyways, honestly, on to more fun like, topics. Sure. Uh, not yet. We'll stay here for a second. I can't yeah, okay. picture like a, <laughs> like a worse, like 
a middle school football coach, um, it's really hard for me to picture that being like a decent dude. Oh, I know. <laughs> I although, just, although I would say the two, my two middle school coaches were great guys. That's great. Cool. I, the, Mr. Chicone and Mr. Schuster. They were really good dudes. They were great. Uh, but yes, the, what I think is like the, the peewee coach, right? The one that's going to sign up the dad that signs yeah, up. I remember mine. Like I remember him pulling me aside and just like, yeah, like, we'll go. Like, he was just like so weird. And like yeah. in hindsight, cause like you got good hands, like thinking about it. And I didn't. But like okay. I did for like a stretch of days, like I was not a good athlete. But I just remember him like pulling kids aside and like trying to like make an A team out of this like everyone participates YMCA thing. But to be Kansas, what's up? Yeah, I called you out. Okay, Oklahoma Joe, let's figure it out. Um, Derrick Henry versus Chase Young. Ooh, this is this is they're gonna split the split the atom with this collision. A legit no brainer. This is probably the easiest email we ever got. Uh, you think so, Chase Young? It. 6'5", 265, and 6'3", 240. Derrick Henry at momentum. Oh, my God. Like, I thought, yeah. <laughs> I, you know Henry's my dog. And I, I think know. I know. Emailer, this is, emailer was leading into this a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. They, they hooked like, you on this one. <laughs> they did. I just I, – I love his force. I love his running power. Sure. And I love him not – like, Adrian Peterson kind of had the same thing, but not – there's a few running backs that, like, legit look for contact. Obviously, like – um what says uh seattle running back lose the name but marshawn lynch marshawn lynch yeah like marshawn lynch was just like i'm bored someone rush after me like he would slow yeah. down be like give me contact so yeah blow someone up like something like that yeah I, 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 well i think it's a little closer than you think i'll tell you that right now uh, yes, uh okay. but you know yeah let, let i'll go with derrick henry i'll give the slight advantage to the to the seasoned veteran of derrick henry Okay, we'll give a slight advantage if Derrick Henry has a little bit of momentum. We'll give him like eight yards momentum. Right. And then he's like, right. I can't imagine that. Can I do? All right, uh, Harrison Smith versus DeAndre Swift. Harrison Smith, DeAndre Swift. Bikes for lines. We get it. We get yeah. it. Thank you for it, Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, Swift is a little quick, but Harrison Smith's a pretty good tackler. Yeah, I, yeah I, I give it to him. Yeah, I think so. Uh, DK Metcalf versus Jamal Adams. Ooh, this is interesting. Jamal Adams, I feel like misses a lot of tackles. He's he's a good blitzer. He's a good fantasy player. Jamal Adams is safety for Seattle. Uh, give me DK. Give me DK. Give I, me I think offense. I think I think DK. Like DK has a little bit of that um, outside that wide receiver thing. Like he's not a possession receiver he's like let's go turn downfield and he like he looks like t is for triangle like in a fucking jersey like that dude yeah get contact okay uh khalil mack versus nick chubb give me chubb in this one oh really, Cle- Cle- really? Cleo max, yeah yeah khalil okay. max i like mac 30 and chubb is is up and coming chubb also I just saw a stat on Chubb that he read, like there's a stat about reading like the correct holes to hit in, in like offensive line. And he, he had the highest or second highest percentage of that. So I think he's got good decision-making skills. And so I think he's going to see the, the angle on, on Mac and, and get a slight edge. Do we not talk enough about Chubb? Has Chubb just like been a victim of his career and kind of being like second or side fiddle, a lot of stuff. Like I, like you just, you the common football like watcher doesn't talk to him like in that Elliot in that like yes um, like he's is, like, he's he's way underrated for sure yeah yeah 
it's gonna be okay. Um, Cam Newton, Johnny Hecker, the biggest punter <laughs> in the NFL. <laughs> Give me Cam Newton on this one. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've watched Cam Newton blow up like on <laughs> on this like linebackers. Like yeah, one. yeah, exactly. Punter, sure. The biggest punter is still Cam Newton's still like six five. 240 he's a fucking he's like, mountain of a man forget, like they're like all the punters in the world could tackle us and our best friends like and and really hurt us like in a flag football game yeah they'd fuck that. us up for sure but, it, but it's also like you forget like day in day out these football players like the cam newtons are just like like what's that like that motion what was that hip word now like just kind of like the twist motion to be able to what's that where you always say like it's just like I don't, like twitch speed, twitch speed. Yeah, like yes. the twitch. Like they have twitch. Quick it's twitch, like, right? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Punter, yeah. Yeah, punters don't have to do that. They're just fun no. fuck football. So it's just like it's all these muscles we don't use that NFL players use. They're like twitching all the time. It's just like you just can't fucking like conjure that up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I look, punters, respectfully, you're punters. You you get knocked on your ass. <laughs> yeah, you're in the NFL, but yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh Le uh Le'Veon Bell versus Andy Reid. <laughs> circa 1971 pass and kick competition that's pretty funny i mean obviously uh, it's gonna in real world it's gonna be Le'Veon bell even though andy reed was a mountain at 13 years old no 13 year olds beating if i can no they're not bell. um do we talk about the Le'Veon bell this is the perfect podcast to do it Le'Veon bell versus andy reed we talk about that on the pod uh i don't think we did no i think it I kind think of let's talk fell in the middle okay let's talk about so, it yeah, what, what do you think it is like i okay so number one like it is we've seen this a lot so there's yeah. there's a lot of layers to this i think it's a little bit of a running back fading out in the sunset and wanting to like still like establish his value and then there's a little bit of me of just like was it used enough strategically and everybody that andy reed knows just like he's going to do like whatever is best for the win and not a detriment to like trying to prove a lesson. So it was just kind of a weird quote. Was your, what's your initial reaction that I'd like to talk about shelf life or running back? Yeah. I mean, I think really what it is, is we, we've seen it where, you know, Le'Veon Bell since the, the year that he held out, right. Has yes. been, has been basically this falling star and this finger pointer of epic proportions. And there's, there's been little to no accountability for it. And we're starting to watch it as an athlete who was like at his peak, peak condition, peak, peak playing, get into a contract. And I'm not denying that he shouldn't have done what he done, what he did. I am, but we, you are, and that's fine. I, I'm, I'm saying like I'm, I'm, I'm fine with you shooting your shot and going, going for the most money you can make and not being taken advantage of by the team. That being said, you can't get overweight. You can't piss away a year of a limited career you can't then go to and sign for with the jets and then talk shit to everybody online when you took the deal that you could have taken with the steelers in a better system to go to the jets uh, and then talk about no it's not a bad deal and you don't know anything and then play your way out of the bad offense in 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 new york get cut and then end up on the chiefs win yourself a ring that's great but then ultimately like talk shit on the probably the hottest coach in, in the NFL currently and, and say, well, it's a, his problem, not a, my problem. It's, it's a fucking weird message to send to everybody, all the, the, the 31 other teams out there. Yeah. So I want to, I, I, I want to start with the 
the problem that I work way back is I do, there's things I want to say about like the running back and I hate to like do that. Like it did like on bell do right or wrong. Like does the math check out right. he made more money to just like do his thing. But what it, and we don't, we don't, we're not privy to the conversation between all we have. We have, we have two takes right now. Right. Uh, Andy Reid is not really talking about it. We have right. Le'Veon Bell's take. And then we have uh, Tehran Matthew, which is still kind of like not his really take, but just kind of looking out and throwing him under the bus. So there's not a lot of people coming to Bell's defense to me. Instinctually. I feel like this is uh, this is sour grapes and it sour sucks grapes. because like, it makes me, I hate, I, and I know I'm not an athlete, and I, but I just like we're we're doing a sports podcast, so we do. Like I just I hate when I say I'm an athlete, where it's just like this is just it's a me thing, and I want to throw a team under the bus, a team that's trying to win a championship, a team that's trying to build a legacy. Yeah. Like, and it's not only like if he came out, it was just like, hey, like if I got more touches, maybe win the Super Bowl. That's that's still not great, but this is actually the worst. Where being like, hey, like I know what Andy retold me, like I'm not gonna say it to you guys, but I'll never play for him again. That's like trying to create like conspiracy, which yeah. which fucking sucks. Yeah, it's trying to inflate your your diminishing value in the league. And I know I said he won a Super Bowl ring. I was thinking of LaShawn McCoy. So I know everybody who was screaming at that is like, no, I just I realized it's like I was For talking sure. about the wrong thing. But anyways, <laughs> uh, I wanted to set the record straight. Um, but yeah, it is one of those things where it's like you could have taken it as like Hey, I, you know, I played the role. I understand my role now. I'm not going to be the lead guy. There's not going to be a big payday here on out. But what I can do is just be a valuable, like, you know, goal line back, somebody who's been in uh, a guy who played on a Super Bowl, maybe bring a little st- stability to a younger clubhouse. Um, but no, he's not going to be that way. Cause to your point, it's, it's, he's going out there and throwing all these like weird, you know, conspiracy and question marks about what's out there on a team that spent their first round draft pick selecting a rookie running back who was, was injured. And, you know, this, this is a team that, you know, wants to run the ball and has has made some investments in running the ball. So it's not like, it's not like it's a Andy Reid thing, you know? And if, if that, if it is an Andy Reid thing, guess what? He's going to be there. He's the one calling the shot. So you ultimately have to figure it out how to make it work. Yeah, I mean, what do you think? Is it? Um, do you really think he was calling out Andy Reid to think like people like rush to his aid and his side? Because I don't feel like there's, I don't think there's anybody that's met Andy Reid or has met Andy Reid that's just like this guy's like a decent dude that tries to win football games. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. I mean, that's that's a hundred percent. You're you're now trying to go after one of the good guys in college or in in coaching, and Everyone has great things to say about him. You know, players seem to love him. He's very smart. Eric Bieniemy, your offensive coordinator, is a former running back himself. So it's like, what are you doing? What? Uh, that's right. What, what, right. what are you doing? Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, what? there's no longer like a Steph Curry chamber. Now it's called the Le'Veon Bell chamber. Ooh, I like it. That's where. That's where it's just like if you're being an absolute, that's a piece of shit move, man. Piece yeah. of shit. Even Dog if shit. it was legit, like, ah, oh, so frustrating. Yeah, you got to, the, the NFL, you got to keep it. You got to play close. You can't spill fucking well, inside respect, locker you, you respect, stuff. Like, yeah, the blue wall of silence or whatever. Like, yeah. it's just, like, like, they do respect that. So even if it was a thing, but just to float that out there, that's what's scary to me. Like, if to float that out there with, like, nothing backing it up, that's, like, that's 
attacking someone like it's just like to be like well he he knows who said or it's just like i won't repeat like what was this like what do, in, and what is every clubhouse now they're going to be like oh i could sign Le'Veon bell or i could not because it because if if i just signed a yeah, one-year exactly. deal and he's he's happy he's unhappy he's gonna what just fucking torches i want to shout this shit. update Le'Veon bell we've been talking about this for a year running backs replaceable <laughs> all right okay burp, burp, burp. Uh, quiet place uh quiet place golf and tennis fans are expected to respect the athletes and not make noise during play do you think this makes the sport better and two questions do you think both or either sport is capable to start allowing fan noise and still keep its snooty dynamic whoa snooty god words of the emailer calling shots yeah we, we uh, know where you sit on this brandana <laughs> yeah we'll repeat repeat my my epics rule that's amazing that you actually i've almost pulled you over for oh really yeah i, I think so i haven't I almost pulled you over for it you, you what do you mean you're gonna add a game yeah Checking me cheer, out a game. yeah like no, you can't, you can't yeah i can't let can't yeah it's gotta be cheerleader led uh, how is that how is that not great it how is are great. we not tossing? like does it i i know you love it also like does it does it take away from your fanship or your experience as a fan? Like, no, it's just like you can leave, like, just like, oh, please leave these chants and everything. You do a chant, it's just like you to go there with your three kids and Dr. Mr. the Commission, enjoy the game without having to realize, like, like deal with someone being absolutely insane. If they are insane and they're not chanting something that's cheerleader like led, they're thrown out of the game. Right. Next question, what's up? Right, exactly. How, how peaceful you- experience is that? Yes, it would be very peaceful. I thought you were saying I was in violation when we went to the Pats Browns game. I thought you were going to. <laughs> we, we, we were. We were. We were. We were, <laughs> we were violating. But if someone threw me out, you know me, bro, I would not. I wouldn't debate it. I'd be like, fair enough. We would just find fair more enough. beers in the find more beers in the parking lot. To drink. <laughs> we'll find more beers in the parking lot. There's coolers everywhere. We'll find it. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Uh, what do you think? Are you okay with the silence on golf and tennis? Do you think? They yeah, should? I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know why tennis needs it. I, I kind of understand why golf needs it, but like if you can hit a baseball coming at you at 90 miles an hour, then you can return a serve. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The rocket's bigger than it. Yeah. yeah I, I guess, um, I, I guess to me, it might be like the slippery slope. It's just like once we start chattering and gibber jawing, like, oh, like what do we open ourselves up to? Like, why, why do I have to control these people? Like, I, I'm okay. Like, I'm okay with, I would be okay if, like, take the other way. I'd be okay if, like, during kickoffs, you have to be completely silent. During free throws, <laughs> like, you have to be completely silent. Silence. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. Like, 100%. Is the difference drinking? I mean, I guess you're drinking at, like, the U.S. Open and stuff, right? So it's not that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got, dudes are guys are drinking yeah everyone's drinking maybe not i don't know like wimbledon wimbledon's a little stuffy that's strawberries and cream but uh, you know maybe i get you, that'll get you a little rowdy too maybe there's some tailgating going on yeah, yeah I, I i i i get tennis i'm not so much i'm not so certain on on or i get golf well, you get so golf you're not certain on tennis yeah exactly okay uh there's no we have we have time for this not rush more growth. all right but we'll prep you guys so get it ready for next week we'll tackle this and thanks email of the year for sending this in we're gonna do mount rushmore with the worst teams witty percentages of all time for the nfl here's the teams think about your mount rushmore email them in and we'll read them on the air next week buffalo bills new orleans saints detroit lions new york jets houston texans Cincinnati Bengals, Atlanta Falcons, Jacksonville Jaguars, Arizona Cardinals, 
and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So uh, Mount Rushmore. And we're looking for the uh, a year of that team that exemplifies like the worst of those. No, the four best players of all time on those teams. Oh, the four best players of all time. Yeah, yeah. so Tom, Tom Brady would be on the Mount Rushmore for the Bucks. Or like you could debate it. You you could be like his trip is too short, so he actually it's not up there. If there's like four guys that are too strong, can't imagine that happening. But like just in case they can use that, yeah. So I would do I would do like all time history of people to wear the jersey, not Rushmore. So guys, email us at mabsportspodcast at gmail to get that there. All right, does MA have it? Ooh, jumping in, jumping in. All right, buddy. I know I I did not tell him what I was gonna do. Uh, it's been a while since we really showed off the talent, have them exercise the muscle. Here's what I was thinking. All right. So I have 10 players. It's simple, simple question. You just have to tell me if they have made an NBA finals or not. Okay. I like this. I like this. Feel it? This could be a okay. tough one because, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was like tough or too easy or I was kind of in between. It was just like, no, I like my list of names. So I felt good. All right. I like um, it. So we'll get in. And you don't have to say the year. Just yes or no, then I can update you in the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, NBA Finals. Has this player made an NBA Finals? Glenn Davis. Glenn Davis. Big baby. Played with the Celtics. Yes, he's made uh, a Finals. He did. One for one. We always do 10 because we want it to look like a report card. <laughs> Sidney Moncrief. Ooh, Sidney Moncrief. Played for the Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks, a Mav, Domino- League, Mav League favorite, a Mav League favorite. That's right, Pelican. right. Oh, yeah. that's right. The Pelicans. Uh, we're not talking Mav League finals, right? <laughs> no, because he's, okay. he's got he's a got champ. He's got a champ. Played in the early eighties. Hmm, I'm gonna say no. You are going odds on yes, no, yes, no. I switched up, and I did do randomly. I generated, but you're correct. That's a no. Two for two, buddy. Two for two. Grant Hill. Oh, Grant Hill. Uh, Grant Hill, famous Pistons player. Then we traded in the Magic. Ankle problems really kind of, you know, just really ruined a, a great career. Ended up Is going Grant Hill to the biggest bust of all time. No, no. That we will reserve bust. that for Anthony Bennett. <laughs> um, then goes on to a very good Phoenix Suns, the seven seconds or less Suns. I'm going to say no, did not. He did not make a finals. Grant Hill did not make a finals. No, he did not make a finals. Three for three, buddy. Three for three. You are cooking with gas. Uh, Dikembe Mutombo. Dikembe Mutombo um, famously wow. had the Denver Nuggets upset first ever one seed against Seattle. Yeah, nice. Nice. Dikembe Matumbo then played for the Hawks for many years. Oh, I'm trying to think later on. Was he? I want to say no. Dikembe did not play in the finals. He did. He did. Oh, he man. Uh, the 2002 to 2003 Nets. Oh, shit. To 2001 76ers. He was on that team. That's Three right. Four. God damn it. Three for four, write it down. I don't have a pen. Yep, I'm writing it down. Right. <laughs> uh, Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge, famous Celtics player. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. What team was it? Maybe it was to say uh, 92 93 Suns. I saw that. 
Oh yeah, I guess it was the Suns. Okay. Ooh, I I would I would have thought it would have been the mid '80s Celtics, but hey, you know what? Sometimes you just have to be uh, lucky. You don't have to be <laughs> smart pretty, about it. Like it's smart, yeah. Uh, what's your what's your counter at? Uh, we are four or five. Four or five. Okay, Vince Carter. Vince Carter. Oh shit! No, uh, he wasn't on the. Was was he on those? I don't think Vince Carter's ever played in the finals. He played for. He got very close to the Raptors. Oh, this is gonna. He played a long time. People are probably screaming. I mean, no, I don't think Vince Carter played in the finals. You're correct, sir. He did not make a finals. He did not have a finals appearance. Vince Carter. Uh, Five of six. Fucking dad bod ripped to eleven. Mike Bibby. Oh, Mike Bibby. Man, so Mike Bibby made a great run with the Sacramento Kings, the Joie de Vivec, Friends of the Pod. Um, got job by Tim Donaghy, right? And that Lakers East Western Conference final. No, Mike Bibby did not. He did. The 2010-2011 Heat. He was on that. God damn it on that team okay two for seven pistol or pete five for seven pistol pete maravich played for the jazz and the hawks we read a little about it a we little did read, we did read a little about it i'm gonna say no pistol pete did not make one he did not you're correct <clears throat> your boy so what do you, what's your count at i am six of eight miss two yeah, you need 80% to keep your just be respectable to make eye contact with the street. Yeah, exactly. For fucking for people not to like throw spoiled garbage at me. All right, uh, your boy Chris Weber. Chris Weber. Long run. We saw him with those kings. Mm-hmm. He, so he played the Warriors, Bullets, Kings. Pistons, 76ers. No. Chris Hubbard did not pay in the finals. Correct. He did not. Oh, yeah. Eight for nine going to the finals. The final one here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seven for nine. Seven for nine. Seven for nine. I'll give you a bonus point if you want to risk one one point to get your batting average up. Yeah, spot. of course. I absolutely what yeah. it what we push it, we push our limits here on the NAB Sports Podcast. All right, so seven seven for nine, we're moving that. It's six for nine, but this is worth two points. So you could go eight, you go uh you go nine for ten. No, so we don't yeah. remove one. You go nine for ten. Nine for ten, forget it. Latrell Sprewell. Oh, yes. Yes, he made it with the Knicks. The 98.99 Knicks. That's a 90%, bro. Well done. Well done. Still has it. Sometimes you just gotta you gotta peacock a little bit. That's right. Yeah, well, you you like it. I, that one I finished strong. That's like making a basket on your way out. And I'm like, yes, Knicks. Next question. Did you did you like that? Okay, so here my original thought I was gonna give you who admitted and didn't admit to steroids. And then I was just like, I was like, ooh, is this like, are we going to like court litigation if our podcast blows up? So I was like, I'll get away from that. But like, I, I like this. So I dug it a little bit. I like it, that. Oh, I like that. That's a fun one. Right where <laughs> Now you do want to do that. All right, Neapolitan showed up. Bring us to the gym. 
so let's leave it alone Cause we can't see eye to eye There ain't no good guy There ain't no bad guy There's only you and me and we just disagree Neapolitan Showdown. Biggest things keeping us from our beach vods. Uh, this is a little self. Yeah, we had to limit it to only three. <laughs> a lot of excuse heavy, excuse heavy, but I think it'll open up uh, a lot of good things. Um, I will go out of the gate. Uh, just rice. You know me. I fast. Okay. You know, like I'll do my thing, but it's just like rice is like my guilty pleasure over. The things I don't count guilty pleasures that are, but it's just like rice is is the burn. Like I just I like to pile up on rice. I don't I don't think there's a lot of nutritional value or it's just carb heavy. That's me. Yeah, it's carb. No, I like it. It's good. Rice is rice is one of those things where it it takes on so many of the other flavors in there. It's perfect yeah. in you know fucking your Chipotle burritos. Yeah, throw it in there. Like it's soft and it's like soft but a little al dente. Like it's just like I like it better than pasta. I just I love rice. I just eat a bowl oh that's like, a hot take rice I over lo- pasta i would do rice over pasta yeah if you gave me two choices just like hey we'll put this like uh this meat sauce this bolognese we can throw it over this linguine we have or we can throw it over this rice i would be like yeah let's uh let's throw the rice out there yeah let's, yeah. Rice for a while. let's do that do it. fucking good. brandana loves a risotto get after <laughs> it all right um my number three uh, uh I stay up too late and here's, and here's why it trickles down into, I, I stay up, I stay up too late. And then in the morning, I can't pop out of bed, get after it, get my, you know, exercise on. I'm just rushing out there, a cup of coffee, hitting the road, you know, and it's, it, 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 it fills in everything after that. The rest of the day is the tone. Yeah, this, this podcast, this podcast is definitely going outside the normal, just kind of lines. We're in the color and lines like business. Like, yeah. why do you stay up too late? Like, do you like, just, is it you time? And you just yes. like, you need so much or just like, you don't get enough you time. We're just like, I, I got to take advantage of this. Like, I gotta a, I've always been a little bit this way where it's like, all right, it's time to go to bed, but you know, I don't want, I don't want to end this day you know because that means then i go to bed and the next day starts yeah so i don't want to do that and then now with the with the uh with my kids it's definitely like all right get them to bed hot pod then come up it's like all right let's let's still have a little bit of me time you know i just want to you know just just a little ma time little dr miss the commission time let's watch a little let's watch a little show a little tv something and then like oh gadzooks it's midnight like last night perfectly wonderful night we're hanging out and we don't do this very often. This is actually, we stayed up till one o'clock in the morning watching fucking karate kid. Bad decision. We were like, what are we doing? This is dumb. This is stupid. Now to be well, fair, we're doctor, also drinking. Doctor yeah. Oh yeah. Family. Oh yeah. 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 No, 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 no. Not the, not the but, kids. No God. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you kind of, you kind of need, you need that rant. And it's also the weekend. It's just like, I don't know. Like you gotta be fighting for something. And it's just right. like, it's still like, you can enjoy every moment. There's still like, what would I do? Like, if I had like my complete druthers, it's just like, I would sit here and just like not do anything that feels right. good. Like I want, I want these two hours, but it's yep. just kind of like, you, are you good at getting up in the morning? I, I mean, I know you are obviously like running yeah. Maverick and everything. Like you just like, do you pop up or does like the snooze alarm change a little bit? Like, do you get overambitious or you're just like, I'll get up at like six fifty and it's like seven twenty. It's just like, all right, I really got to start the shit. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um during the work week, I pop up pretty good, and it's like you're just kind of on like automatic pilot, like make coffee, you know, let the dog out, bring the dog back in, feed them, you know, make sure the kids are up, you know, that sort of stuff. You know, they're actually starting to like sl- this summer. They've started to sleep in a little bit more. I think they've also stayed up a little bit later too. So it's uh you know I've I've uh you know Doctor Mrs. Gamish has to get out of the house before I do so she uh she usually sets her alarm and I get up after that you know when her alarm goes off. So it's uh does Gamish Junior kind of like I, I know he's probably not quite at the age to like kind of like follow the lead but will he fold into like the girls as they start to like sleep a little bit later or like they're all kind he's of, like, been he's been doing weird stuff where he's been sleeping like late like one time he slept until like <laughs> nine o'clock and we were like oh my god is he's he like, okay? I like the party what's up yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah uh, yeah he he's been sleeping in a little bit later i think he's in a little bit of growth spurt too so when they when they grow they sleep a lot but they also eat a lot too. So that's interesting. All right. So I'm going to give you um, only three kids. I'm going to give you three points right there. Um, and then I will uh, rice that's, I'm choking down a good 180 calories. So that's 180 to three. All right. Um, number two on my list. Um, I have, there's no way to tap dance around it. It's going to be what we got to be. And we got to say it out loud crushing bud heavies. I'm, I'm back into beer. I'm kind of off the IPA train, but I will drink as many Budweiser's as you put in front of me. You're just crushing buds? Just fucking old boys. Straight buds, buddy. Straight buds. Like any glass bottle is preferred. Uh, Tall boy is acceptable. If you give me shorts, I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, bring six. So you get like a flavor of what's going on. (laughs) I'm loving plastic Budweiser right now. I'm just, I, it's, it's Budweiser summer for sure. A Budweiser like, summer. I love this. Yeah, Man, Anheuser Busch is like, fuck yeah, we got one back <laughs> yeah, in the fold. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. The, the the production team showing up right now. But you can never you can never be fully committed to, especially as we're getting along in age, you can never be fully committed to like, I'm gonna change this entire body without cutting out booze. You just can't. Right. You can't. Yeah. It's it's an impossible to really make a dramatic change. You're gonna be like, I ain't drinking anymore, and I'm not ready for that. Yeah, I've gone. I've definitely gone the route of Brandana, pandemic Brandama, single serving, yes. crushing. Yeah, white claws, crushing them. Doing variety Brandana. packs, give them to me. That's it's right. just just all single serving variety. Chumps on the door. I was in survival mode. I was in survival. <laughs> I was whittle, whittling swords out of like hangers we didn't need anymore. Like definitely. Right. You're getting your you're getting you're getting all your stuff ready for the fucking street war that was impending. <laughs> I was. Um I haven't crushed a butt heavy in so long. I can't it's, even it's remember. Really good. Really I good. might have to do that. You've you've made my mouth water now. You're missing out. Yeah. Um my number two is is I know you mentioned rice, but I just wrote down I love to eat. I just love to eat and I yeah. overeat. I don't actually I like- eat unhealthy. I don't eat like a ton of fast food. I eat vegetables, I have salad, but I love the mass quantity of eating i just love putting so food in my times, mouth and how, chewing how many times do you eat a day uh I, I oh real talk i only eat twice a day i eat lunch and i usually um will eat like a sandwich or you know probably sometimes if i come home for lunch i eat leftovers um but we try to keep the carbs out so i and then i just crush like usually at night i will crush like 
you know, salad, avocado, and some some protein and like eat like a carb bun, like if it was a burger, like a, a, a carb zero bun. That's, I mean, it sounds nice. It's it like, does sound nice, but I eat too much of it. And then I eat, <laughs> then I did, I'm like, I'm like eating a, a, a ton of it. I, I, I have been better. When I wasn't, I would eat like two burgers. Yeah. He's, fries, exactly. it, you it, know it, what I mean? Here's, here's the fear as, and, you know, our demographic is probably, you know, <laughs> all of our best friends. So they're right. exactly like around our age. But like, here's the scary part. The scary part is if you cut out everything you think is fucking you up and you still, you still can't write the shit. Like sometimes you're going to be like, oh, like this, or I want to get this, like beach body on and just like you, you make the necessary changes. And then like, you see the results you expect. What's right. scary is to get the age where it's just like, I'm cutting out all this shit. Like I'm trying to like be the straight and narrow and I'm not seeing anything. Yeah. That's what's panicking. Yeah. That's yeah. I'm 42. I'm at that point. And you know, I do intermittent fasting and then I try and do keto as as close as I can. I'm not like super militant. I know there's super people that are just like measuring out shit. I'm, I'm not that way. If it's, if it's carb, I don't eat it. If it's not, I, I will eat it. And, uh, or that, I don't know if they, that made sense, but you know what I'm trying to say? Um, but, uh, I'm salivating over, over the carbs that I've cut out. That's why I'm, that's what I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> I'm just thinking about carbs, so, but, but yeah, so it's like, but you, you love, know, do you love carbs. Oh, I, I like, I get people, I, I get they make you feel full. I definitely feel hungry. Like when I, when I'm like, kind of like, and I cut out all the carbs, like, it's not hungry, but I just like, I don't feel like that. I feel like it's such a solve. It's just like, all right, like just throw, throw a loaf of bread down there. It's just like, <laughs> great. Like now I'm not hungry anymore. It's right. Solved. Yeah. I, I love the, but I love like, I love the steak and then like the potatoes that come with it. Right. I love that. I love, I love, you know, like, uh, like give me mussels and clams and then, but then give me the baguette to like dip in the sauce and I'll just eat that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yes, I fucking love carbs, dude. I love it. But I realized that even with like all my healthy eating and crushing single servings of white claws, that, that, uh, all that, all my consumption, even though I'm eating pretty good, I need to exercise. And that's the key is, is I can lose a little bit of weight doing that. But if I want to see the, the gains for the beach, I got to get on that. I got to get on that treadmill. I got to get my lift on. I got to, you know, start cranking out some, some weight. Kids got to stop doing 12 ounce curls. Again. Uh, so we'll give you, uh, we'll give you 12, the 12 ounce curls, get yeah. them down there and get it on. And then, uh, but heavies, I'm going to do, I think it's slightly, what is that? 100 cows. So give me, 100 to 12 which makes us 282 15 wow right now yeah here's my last uh this is gonna sound like humble brag no way i can get out out in front of it just gonna work around it i live two places hard to join a gym like i do not want to pay two memberships on two opposite ends of the coast i don't want to do that Mm-mm. like i'm not gonna spend that money so it's just like every time we go to 24-hour fitness there's like you want to drop this i'm like no and every time i go to like the new york side it's just like whatever it's like uh what that blue one is it's just like hey you want to join here it's like no i can't i can't do the year like can i and the day pass like 24 bucks so it's, it's like all these excuses and it's that's the last thing we need right is yeah the first thing we need is like excuses it's like i can't join the gym so it's that's what's making me stop doing that yeah, absolutely. And everyone that's listening going, but Brandana, there's national 
gym chains all over the country. Go fuck yourself. We don't we don't wanna we don't we don't care. Not here for so, it. Yeah, we're not here for that. I mean give five stars, but we don't want to hear that. Yeah, give tell a friend five stars. Blah, 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 blah. Um my number one, my number one is uh that's preventing me from getting a beach body is I don't like the beach, so I don't give a fuck about your body. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not. I'm yeah, not. that's that's right. It's really good. And uh, victory to you. That's that's good too. I don't like. I texted over to you. We were just like, "Ah, oh, we doing this? All right, that's fine." Uh, like, yeah. how often? And we, coincidentally enough, this has come up in the pod. Like, how often is your shirt off? But how much do you give a shit? I think the real thing is like, how much do you give a shit what you look like when your shirt's off? And I think it's. Your family's locked down. You can protect your family, and that's what's and you're providing for your family. That is like that's all you aspire to as like right. a young most awesome. Yeah, so you're right. like all the boxes check. I'm gonna keep putting food on the table. Work with Doctor Gamish. Put food on the table. Raise our beautiful children, and I'll take my shirt off sometime. And that that. Well, I take my shirt off all the time. I don't want to think like I'm fucking <laughs> like. Realize, right, well, yeah, 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 you know. What I'm saying? First off, first off, I'll say this: both, both Brandon for the listener, both Brandana and I, we look fine with our shirts off. Are we, you know, the young, you know, virile, buxom? I'll speak for myself, not for Brandana on this. One. You, yeah, you know I'll, I'll, that I'll we once were. Yeah. No, absolutely yeah. not. But we're, we're 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 I'm rocking a dad bod. But it's not like I've got like a gun like with my fucking stomach. I, I say, my like, it's, not, it's not the worst thing you did with your afternoon if you catch a glimpse of most awesome and Brandana with their shirts off high five. Like yeah, there's, yeah. there's there's worse thing you do with your day, for sure. For sure. Right, exactly. And we can't be responsible for how you feel afterwards. I'll just put <laughs> it out there. <laughs> all right that's the w right now um brandon the gambling corner i'm so uh we're looking right now in lifetime uh telling you how to bet the nba but obviously i know nothing because we have those phoenix suns <laughs> trailing, trailing by a healthy uh 20 yep so very, oh man that all right mvp of the week i'll do um me brother i am uh in santa barbara teaching camp and oh yeah uh, not a home brag at all, but it's just like, I don't like everything's freaking out about the generation behind us or two generations behind us. I don't even know how the math works out if they're 10 years, or whatever. But there's some like 16 or 15 year olds that like are very like tuned in, care about their common man and inspired. And it's like re inspired me. So it's just oh. like, uh, my, yeah, my, my hats off, my MVP is the generation behind us because they are kicking. I know everyone's just, all the old people want to be like, oh, TikTok, I don't get it. And I don't, but that's not all they are. Like, it's it's been really kind of breath, breath of fresh air to talk to, like, so many, like, 15-year-olds that are just, like, really passionate and get shit done. Awesome. That's great. That's good to hear. Um, how many how many podcast followers do we get out of this class? <laughs> I know. I want to do some. I'm just, like, it's the weird thing of just, like, uh, isn't there, there's just, like, teacher Delaney and there's Brandon Delaney. Yes. So like I, I don't I don't I don't think those worlds are the, those those worlds yeah, will ever collide. They're, they're smarter than I am, so they're just like I know they're gonna do. Like my email address is brand send me your script, Brand Delaney, and they're just like Google Brand Delaney, and all comes up, and eventually a podcast shows up. They listen to the podcast, and before they show up, they're just like so like uh the college prom, <laughs> like you listen to I'll be by Edward McCain. I was just like, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
beautiful um my mvp uh i'll just give a quick is uh, i'll give a quick shout out to her boy friend of the pod super dave was on uh backyard uh backyard bar wars or whatever on on true tv so go go check that out just plugging him on there uh but i'm gonna give henry davis he was the first overall pick of the MLB 2021 draft, drafted out of Louisville, University of Louisville. He is going to go to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Catcher, Henry, you are my MVP. Get it on. Guys, MAB Sports Podcast. Thanks for listening. I am Brandon. I want you to sign yourself off. Most awesome. Folks, did you think I was going to get less than 9 out of 10? It does MAB have, or does MAB have it? Did you think? Did you think I was going to go over? What did you think? Come on, get your shits together. Fashion.